Hello, this is Meghnath from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, 28th of May, and the year 2021 is now 40% complete. That's right, 40%. Unreal, but 40%. First, some coronavirus numbers. India today reported 1.86 lakh new cases in the last 24 hours. The total tally of cases now stands at 2.75 crores since the pandemic first broke out in January 2020. The death toll has increased by 3,660, taking the total number of fatalities to 3.18 lakh. All these figures, however, are believed to be undercounts. According to the Indian Academy of Pediatric Intensive Care, over 100 cases of multi-organ inflammatory syndrome in children, MISC, have been detected in North India in the last five days as a post-COVID reaction. MISC is a condition where different body parts can become inflamed, including heart, lungs, kidneys, brain, skin, eyes, and gastrointestinal organs. According to the Academy, the sudden spurt of MISC cases has been observed typically in post-COVID patients, mostly between 4 to 18 years. The Union Health Ministry today has announced that the center has issued guidelines for making operational COVID-19 vaccination centers nearer to the homes of elderly and differently abled. In the issued statement, the ministry mentioned that the special vaccination centers will follow, quote, a community-based, flexible and people-centric approach, unquote. On the side, the Delhi High Court has issued a notice to the centre on a plea seeking direction to immediately vaccinate children between 12 to 17 years in Delhi. The notice also urged to prioritise vaccination among parents with children up to 17 years old. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has announced that the national capital will begin to ease lockdown restrictions from Monday onwards. However, he has cautioned that the residents should ensure that they were safe. He also added that if COVID-19 infections rise again, restrictions may have to be enforced again. In another announcement, Delhi Lieutenant Governor Anil Bajal has declared post-COVID complication mucormycosis or black fungus as a notifiable disease in the city under the Epidemic Act of 1897. The decision came on a day when Delhi reported 153 new cases of fungal infection taking the city's total tally of black fungus cases to 773. After Chhattisgarh and Jharkhand, Madhya Pradesh has joined the list of states challenging the center's data on COVID-19 vaccine wastage. Yesterday, Jharkhand Health Minister Banna Gupta had said that the wastage of vaccines in Jharkhand is at 4.65%, while the data by the Union Health Ministry showed that it is at 37.2%. According to the data released by the Union Health Ministry, other states with the highest wastage rates were Chhattisgarh, Tamil Nadu and Madhya Pradesh. The Congress-led Rajasthan government will move the Supreme Court for directions to the centre to float global tenders for procuring COVID-19 vaccines. The state had stopped vaccinating its residents due to the lack of shots on Thursday. Now on to some non-COVID news. The Kerala High Court today has refused to put a stay on implementation of the draft Lakshadweep Development Authority Regulation 2021 that seeks to bring in sweeping changes to land use patterns on the cluster of islands. While hearing the plea, a bench of Justices K. Vinod Chandran and M.R. Anitha have given two weeks' time to the Lakshadweep administration to respond to the plea. Congress leader K.P. Noshad Ali had filed a petition to the Kerala High Court challenging the LDAR draft. 
The draft regulation is one amongst the other proposals made by Lakshadweep Administrator Praful Khoda Patel, which is facing resistance from the locals and the opposition as well. The petition filed by Noshad Ali argued that the LDA regulation gives the Lakshadweep administration powers to remove or seize the small holdings of property owned by the islanders belonging to the scheduled tribes. The petition also asserted that the regulation is in blatant violation of Article 21 of the Constitution, which is right to life and liberty. Apart from the LDAR draft, the plea also sought directions to repeal the newly introduced Prevention of Anti-Social Activities Act, which allows a person to be detained without public disclosure for up to one year. In case you don't know what is happening in the Lakshadweep Islands, do watch my explainer on the News Laundry YouTube channel. Other than these two changes in the law, there are many others, including a beef ban and changes to panchayat rules, which the islanders are upset about. Another thing you should read on newslaundry.com is a story by my colleague Diksha Munjal on how free press is a casualty in, as Lakshadweep's BJP administrator rips apart the rule book. The Calcutta High Court today has granted interim bail to four Trinamool Congress leaders arrested in connection with the Narda bribery case. They were granted bail on a personal bond of 2 lakh rupees. The bench has directed the politicians to give an undertaking that they will not speak to the media about the case. The bribery case involves videos published by Narda News in which several Trinamool Congress leaders were allegedly seen accepting cash in return for favours. Meanwhile, a sitting judge of the Calcutta High Court, Justice Arindam Sinha, has written to other judges, including Acting Chief Justice Rajesh Bindal, expressing his displeasure at the handling of the Narda bribery case. In a letter dated May 24th, he mentioned that, quote, our conduct is unbecoming of the majesty the High Court commands and that we have been reduced to a mockery, unquote. Justice Sinha has also objected to the manner in which a transfer plea filed by the Central Bureau of Investigation in the Narda case was listed before a division bench of the Calcutta High Court as a writ petition. The CBI had sought the transfer of the case outside of West Bengal. Among other matters, Justice Sinha also questioned the staying of the interim bail of politicians on May 17th. The Indian Medical Association, IMA, has filed a police complaint against yoga guru and anti-vaxxer Baba Ramdev. The complaint has sought a first information report against him for spreading false and baseless information about treatment of COVID-19 patients by approved scientific methods and drugs. According to the Hindustan Times, the Medical Association demanded that the FIR against Ramdev should be filed under the Epidemic Diseases Act, the Disaster Management Act, and other provisions of the Indian Penal Code. In the complaint, the IMA has referred that, quote, Ramdev, in order to take advantage of the COVID situation on a public platform, has put forth dishonest and wrongful representations with regard to allopathic medicines, unquote. In a video that is being widely circulated online, Ramdev has claimed that 1,000 doctors died even after getting two doses of vaccine. Some reports have also quoted Ramdev as saying that 10,000 doctors died even after being fully inoculated. On that note, I highly recommend you watch this week's episode of TV Nuisance by Manisha Pandey. Simply put, she has roasted Lala Ramdev quite efficiently. And do not forget, he is an anti-vaxxer. The union government has approved a proposal to provide financial assistance to families of 26 more journalists who lost their lives to COVID-19 in the ongoing financial year. According to the Indian Express report, 
dependents of each of these journalists will get a financial relief of 5 lakh rupees under the journalist welfare scheme jws of the information and broadcasting ministry in its statement the central government has said that families of 67 journalists have been given financial assistance since last year while in the last financial year alone families of 41 journalists were given financial assistance the journalist welfare scheme committee has also been instructed to meet weekly in order to process the future cases syrian president bashar al assad has secured a fourth term in the war torn region of syria late yesterday the elections of the syrian arab republic were held on wednesday according to local news agencies right after the election results were declared a huge protest against the election was seen in idlib province of syria idlib is controlled by rebels and the country's exiled opposition has called the polls a farce meanwhile thousands of syrians are also protesting in the city of latkia and in umayyad square in the capital damascus yaya al aridi a spokesperson for the syrian negotiation commission lamented in an interview with bbc that the elections displayed contempt to the syrian people as it's a continuation of tyranny he also alleged that the decision of election is aided by russia and iran according to the bbc the international community has also denounced the elections the foreign ministers of germany france italy the united kingdom and the united states have put out a joint statement saying that the polls were quote neither free nor fair unquote as they were held without the united nations supervision and now for some amazing bits of data from the glorious rented servers of newslaundry.com can we chart out a linear history of feminist movement in india chahak gupta tries to answer that question through a podcast titled let's talk about feminism do check it out on newslaundry.com Chahek explores the various complexities of the feminist movement, how far it has come, and the long road of struggle that lies ahead. At the beginning of this daily dose podcast for the past few weeks, you must have noticed how we keep giving a disclaimer that the COVID nineteen numbers are being undercounted. Dr. Jamie Rao has written for News Laundry and explained how the Indian government is using statistics to hide the truth about COVID. the government is selectively using absolute numbers and percentages to obfuscate rather than illuminate do read his analysis on our website my lovely listeners i have to tell you that news laundry has taken a panga with two bearded babas simultaneously my colleague pratik has done an investigative report on jaggi vasudev and we at newsrunner.com continue to call out baba ramdev for his anti vaxxer statements and undue influence over tv news in india We are a small organization that is taking some big risks by doing this. The reason why we are able to do it is because you have our back. Yes, you, the listener, the reader of newslaundry.com funds our journalism and gives us the courage to fight these David versus Goliath type mega battles because that's what these are, virtual battles. If you don't believe me, just read the comments under the Jaggi Vasudev video we put out. But I assure you that we will not stop. we will not get scared we will continue to do difficult stories and call out powerful people as long as you continue to support us head over to newslaundry.com and support our work subscribe to newslaundry and pay to keep news free that's all the news i have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're tuning in from see you tomorrow all the newslaundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform Please subscribe to News Laundry 
help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.